Blog Talk Radio. I've been looking forward to this one all night. And he can make the tag, and he does in this time. The ref sees it, and McBride is in the ring, and he's going to work. Referee has lost total control of this match. He just caught him. That's it. Power driver. Covers him. Two count. Three and it's over. fans welcome to another episode of the joe allen show i'm joe allen and we are here at episode 102 i want to bring on my special co-host as always he's very special i mean we can admit that he's special barry bull welcome to the broadcast this week Let's get it started, Bull. How about get the music? No, I'm waiting for the best part. Hold on. Yeah, we're going to need some control. We're going to get it started in here. So keep running, 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 running. running. <laughs> you really know how to make it. Well, have you got it started yet or not? I got the well, we're trying. Already going. I mean, we're trying to get things started here, but there's such seems to be such a long intro theme music for our co-host Barry Bull. So, well, I'm sorry, it takes to, me so long to get on. <laughs> welcome. You, where do you walk from? You like walk from across the street to the phone? You play the music, like you know, coming down the ramp to the ring or something like that. No, I walk from my kitchen to the kitchen table. Over to the stove where the hot dogs are? Well, that's where I start from. <laughs> well, welcome to the show this week. We're at 102 and uh, kind of getting things kicked off pretty good. Uh, we've got this thing going pretty regular now here every Thursday night, 11 p.m. I know you love the time slot. You comment about it often, but... Uh, well, I've kind of gotten a little used to it. You know, it just gives me an excuse to sleep in a little bit and get to work late. Of course, yeah. then I have to leave early to make up for coming in late. Well, bull, a lot of things going on. You know, last week seemed like half the show was, like, produced and paid for by the Weather Channel uh, because we we talked about how the hurricane Harvey had just, gone over there and just destroyed Houston and flooded the place and all the areas around that on the coast of Texas. And now 
Here we are again this week, just about three or four days from uh, the other side of the uh, United States, um, over here on the East Coast where we are. And uh, you're down in the Augusta, Georgia area. I'm up here in the Raleigh, North Carolina area. I've got a mom down in Augusta. I've got a son down in Pensacola, Florida. I'm just I'm not going to be able to win with this storm, Hurricane Irma, which, by the way, as you probably already know, I'm sure, the strongest, most powerful hurricane in the Atlantic Basin since they've been measuring these storms. And uh, pretty big deal. I want to extend... Uh, an invitation for anybody listening to pray for the people that are in the Cuba, Dominican Republic, Puerto Rico, all those folks in Miami, Florida, is in the what looks to be a direct hit for the folks in Miami. And then uh, these guys on uh, the National Weather, uh, National Hurricane Center, who know a lot more about these things than me, are telling us that the storm is going to head straight up the state of Florida, the east part of Florida, and just it's going to be like a Category 4 for a while after it gets on land and just I can't even can't even imagine the what's going to take place down there. So and then it's going to be coming and moving up in your area if, if, if things stay the same, and that's a big if because hurricanes obviously uh, the path is determined by several different factors that seem to often change as you as you go along so you take these prediction paths with uh you take them seriously but you also understand that things could change um in favor of you wherever you live or not in favor of you and so uh, boy you're it looks like you're going to have to be very very cautious and careful um talks are if it stays on the current path could be a category two or one by the time it gets to you and uh, and it looks like yesterday it looked like it was headed for us on a direct line, and now today it's headed more towards uh, coming up Florida and going into Georgia and going into Tennessee and that area. So you you be careful um, before we talk again on this show next Thursday. Hurricane Irma will have come and gone. You be careful. Well, I plan to. I've already been. Uh getting a couple of things prepared, you know, I, like you say, you know, there's, there's going to be some slight modifications between now and the time the event occurs. So, um, you know, the unfortunate thing, you know, with it being such a big storm, regardless of where the center goes, a lot of people are still going to be affected by it. Good news is that unlike Harvey, it's not going to stick around. It's going to move very quickly. Um, in fact, by the time it hits Florida on Sunday, by Tuesday, it should already be north of Tennessee. So uh, in that regards, that's kind of sort of good news. That it's not just going to hang around like what Harvey did. Nevertheless, um, it is a very powerful storm, like you said. And um, unfortunately, uh, no matter where it hits, it's definitely going to cause some destruction. So yeah, hopefully everybody will heed the warning. And uh, for those areas that have mandatory evacuations, I hope people um, – follow through with that and i did uh ironically enough i was looking at some traffic cams earlier tonight and there's one down on i-75 just south of valdosta uh close to the georgia florida line 
and traffic heading north on I-75 right now as we speak is almost at a standstill. So a lot of people are already starting to get out of Florida. And, um, yeah. you know, uh, we'll just have to see what it ends up doing. Um, there's still some time well, between now and then. So, Well, they should already be experiencing some tropical storm winds in Miami, at least, I would think. Um, so I... Not I qu- definitely would. Yeah, not quite. Not quite. It, it's it's um, it just came through the church not too long ago, and uh, now the the eleven o'clock advisory it's just come out, and I was just looking at it, and little bit of good news. The winds have uh, lowered down to one hundred and sixty five miles per hour. Still category five, but oh, the winds are starting to come down a little bit. Yeah. So uh, one hundred and sixty five right now. <laughs> Considering it was. Miles per hour, <laughs> and that's good news. I'm not trying to make light of it. I'm just saying it was a 185, at, you know, earlier in the day. So, okay. Um, <laughs> it's still a powerful storm, okay, regardless. Um, I don't Peter even know why I'm cat. telling you all this. Good grief. <laughs> True broadcast journalist there. I'm trying to find any positive light out of this. It's well, you know I, I'm not going to make light of this because a lot of people are going to be affected by it. You know, Florida is definitely going to get hit hard. Um, depending on the exact track, Georgia, South Carolina, you know they could get hit pretty good too. So, like I said, a lot of people are going to be affected. We'll just see what happens. Um, well, you know, Mother Nature has done strange things before, but that's true. I'd love to see, you know, when I before I moved to Pensacola, Florida, several years ago, right before, actually the same year that I met who is now my wife uh, down there, Robin, there was a hurricane Opal that came through, and it was Category Five, Category Five. It was a beeline straight for Pensacola, and then all of a sudden, right before it came on shore. Um, made a right turn and went away. I think it ended up hitting um, Destin or Panama Beach or, or no, one of those other towns along the Gulf there. And uh, so that, things can change, um, a lot of variables, but uh, we'll see and we'll just hope for the best and we'll pray pray for those folks down in the path because it's not going to be good for anybody if it hits land. So, Bull, we're going to have to change our call-in policy you know ever since we started uh our show back up this past uh march um we've kind of allowed fans or listeners to call in whenever they wanted to and we would just take their call here at blog talk radio i don't have any way to screen callers and last week fans you know listeners will will know that we had a couple of callers that obviously had planned to call get some airtime and then say some pretty ugly stuff and fortunately i my controls here allow me to cut folks off but i don't want to spend our time on the air we don't have the 30 minutes as it is um taking a chance on getting callers like that again it's a shame that uh has to be this way but basically we're we're gonna have to know the caller before they call in um and you know listeners can contact me or contact Barry on Facebook. Um, me, 
at uh, at Joe the announcer. Just uh, kind of let me know you want to be on the show, and then it gives me a chance to do some research. And um, but mostly, it'll be that w- there's already been a relationship established um, for callers to call on, you know, call, you know, call the Joe Allen show and and uh, come on the air and give us their opinion about whatever matter or uh, anything like that. So it's unfortunate we have to do that, but uh, I just feel like that's necessary move. Uh, there's no sense in you know, if you've got an issue like that where you have an open radio program and people can call in, you know, wrestling is the topic most of the time and, you know, we have young listeners and so we, we don't want to, you know, have people afraid to listen because they don't know what they're going to hear. So um, we're going we're gonna to do that. So Bull, don't be fixing together any more prank calls if you would. Just kind of keep that. Keep that away from the air, if you would. Appreciate it. Don't worry. I don't know any pranksters that would want to call in anyway. They probably don't even listen. So you didn't set those up, those two last week up? You're not the – you didn't set them up to do that, right? Of course not. If I'm going to have somebody call in, it's not going to be about the topics they want to talk about. It would be about hot dogs like Oscar Mayer or Nathan's or (laughs) – Something like that. I mean, come on. Bull, do you like cold hot dogs? Because you're probably not going to have any power soon. And you're not going to have any way to cook those things unless you went to the hot, to the store and got you some propane. Do you like cold hot dogs? Pal, I like hot dogs when they're hot. I like them when they're in a pot. I like them when they're cold. I just like them because I'm that bold. <laughs> well... I do too. So I, I picked me up some. He'd be proud. Fans, the May Young Classic has come down from 32 competitors. We are down, Barry, to two. The finals are this Tuesday. And uh, I'll be, I'll admit, I haven't really watched a lot of it, wasn't really even excited about it um, a whole lot. Um, course i'm kind of old-fashioned and new female wrestlers i've never heard about new male wrestlers i've never heard about it's kind of hard to engage with it so um but i did in preparation for this broadcast i did go and watch about six of the matches most recently in the quarterfinals and in the semifinals and i'll tell you i walked away with with some favorites and my favorite didn't wind up winning or getting to this point, um, but I really saw some special athleticism that I think we'll probably see some of those folks signing with WWE either on a developmental level or even on a main roster level. But uh, well, I bet you did walk away with a smile on your face. I mean, boy, to have all that many women wrestling at one time. Would you stop? It wasn't about that. Good what? You're the one that said that you walked away with something. I'd... Well, what do you know about the May Young Classic? Let's have your opinion. Well, I'll tell you what I know about it. I'll tell you what I know about it. Um, there were a bunch of women in it from all over. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what I thought you were going to say. Well, a couple of, here's a couple of takeaways I got from the May Young Classic. And... Um, just just a few thoughts. 
the commentary for the matches. I'm sure you wish you could have had a takeaway. Would you stop it? The commentary for the matches, Bull, has been Jim Ross, good old JR, and Lita. Pretty pretty fair combination, but I'll just I'll just tell you something I observed. From one comment you know, I'm a commentator and a pro and a uh and a ring announcer. So I love listening and analyzing and critiquing and praising, you know, commentary. And Jim Ross in his day, in his prime, was one of the greatest voices we've ever had the privilege of listening to call a match, a wrestling match. But this Jim Ross that is commentating in the May Young Classic, I love him. It is just not the same. You can obviously tell that the Bell's palsy is there and that things are just different. There's just not quite as much fire, um, and it is a way different show. I recognize that at WrestleMania when he came and he did The Undertaker's last match. I noticed a little bit there, but uh, I don't know if they're holding him back or if it's just him getting older or if it's Really, the Bell's palsy kind of taken over, but there's a noticeable difference in the way Jim Ross is commentating today than what he did a while back. And I feel for him. I, I know his energy's there, and he loves the business, but it's just not the same Jim Ross. So that was that was one kind of takeaway that I had. Um, but then we're down to you know the semifinals featured Mercedes Martinez. And Shayna Baszler. I'd never heard of these any of these four people before the, this tournament. But Shayna Baszler has defeated Martinez and will be in Las Vegas Tuesday. And she will take on, to my sadness, Kyrie Sane from Japan, who defeated my favorite of the tournament, Tony Storm. I think Tony Storm will be seen soon. All over WWE. She is an amazing talent in the ring. She's got the, the talent. She's got charisma. She's got the look. She's just very physical. And uh, I thought she had hurt herself tremendously when she came off the top rope uh, with a leg drop onto Kyrie. But she ended up finishing the match. Um, Kyrie, on that, in that same match, jumped from the top rope outside and landed her face on the, on the steel ramp. I mean, it was a very physical match to get this get to get to this finals. But Tuesday night, Las Vegas, immediately after SmackDown on the WWE Network, it will be Shayna Baszler versus Kyrie Sane for the finals to be the winner of the May Young Classic. So, you know, and it had bull. It had a Ring of Honor feel. You know, these ladies right before they were all shake hands. Okay, you just sent me down my childhood memory lane there for a minute. I'm sorry when you said made the comment she's got the look. It made me think of Rod Zed. I don't know why. It just yeah, I'm sorry, continue talking. <laughs> Good gracious. Well, 
I, I was as I was saying before I was so shockingly interrupted, it had the ring of honor feel. These matches started off with the competitors shaking hands before each match. And it was kind of cool uh, to see that. Um, but anyway, I was going to ask you your prediction about who you thought would win. But you haven't seen two seconds of the May Young Classic. So how can I get a, a prediction out of you besides maybe you'll sit down with a hot dog and maybe try to watch the final match after SmackDown Tuesday? Well, I think based on what you've you've said so far and everything I've heard, I think Tony the Tiger has a good chance of winning. <laughs> good grief. Give me a <laughs> Tony Storm is not in it. She got defeated by Kyrie Sane. And here you've got a dynamic here. You've got this the Japanese uh girl who's who's got the fans uh, on her side, she's kind of the beloved one. And then you've got Shayna Baszler, who is, from what Jim Ross was saying, I didn't see all of her matches, but has been very dominant in this tournament and kind of the rough and tough uh, female wrestler of the entire tournament. So it'll be interesting to see what happens. I think I'm going to stay up and watch it. I'm interested. After watching the quarterfinals and the semifinal matches, I'm very much interested in finding out who's going to win it. So, anyway. Um, fans, a quick word from Joe Allen. We'll be back in just a moment. Stay with us. If you like professional wrestling, a little bit of humor, and a whole lot of good old-fashioned talk radio fun, tune in to the Joe Allen Show Thursday nights, 11 p.m. on Blog Talk Radio. The latest news on indie wrestling in the Carolinas. The most intriguing topics in wrestling are up for discussion. And some of the top rookie and veteran ring talent will become my special guest. It's all that and a whole lot more every Thursday night at 11 p.m. Eastern Time. It's the Joe Allen Show, live on Blog Talk Radio. And be sure to follow Joe Allen on Facebook and Twitter at Joe the Announcer. Well, I think I'm going to go with Shayna. I think I'm going to predict Shayna to win. You heard it here first. Winner of the May Young Classic this Tuesday coming up. You know, Bo, we're starting something new. Um, I'll say we. I. I'm starting something new. Um, doing voiceover commentary for um, wrestlers, independent wrestlers who want some commentary added to their matches. Kind of live. It up hey, Joe. Hey, Joe. Yes. Hey, Joe. Hey, hey, before you get into that, I do have a question for you. I've been searching on Facebook and, you know, looking at different pages and looking up different things and all that, and I keep seeing your picture out there, something about match commentaries. What's that all about? Well, don't say it like I'm just plastering my face everywhere. It's not the case. Well, every time I turn around, there it is. Here's the deal. Maybe that's because There's I have a, lot a poster of, indi- of you on my wall. <laughs> oh, boy, that's great. Um, no, there's a lot of independent wrestlers, young athletes that want to send their videos to different promoters 
uh, even some that want to send them to places like Ring of Honor and WWE and Global. And uh, commentary livens up a match. It doesn't. It, it helps it not to have that stale feeling, even though it may be great wrestling. When there is nothing being said about the match while it's happening, sometimes it's just very challenging to to get the most out of the match. And so I'm doing voiceover commentary. It's where I get the video from the wrestler, and uh, I add some, spend some time editing and adding commentary and uh, placing uh, their logo or their name or their social media account or whatever they want on there, kind of putting that on there and um, just commentating the match, and it's only five bucks. That's the introductory offer. At some point, I'll move it to $10, which basically is $5 a, a competitor. Still, you know, if they talk to one another and they want to get in, it'll still be $5 per wrestler. But anyway, I'm doing that, and I've done some Blake Tucker matches this week. They're on my YouTube um, site. Um, just search uh, YouTube Joe Allen find that and um, watch those and kind of get an idea about what I do. And if you're a wrestler listening to this broadcast, uh, send me a message on Facebook at Joe, the announcer, and uh, we can talk about how I can get a hold of your match and add some commentary to it, send it back to you and do whatever you want to with it. No copyrights or anything like that on Joe Allen. And um, that's what we're doing. So that's, it's kind of what you've been seeing on social media there, Bull. So thanks for asking. Give me a chance to tell about it. You're speechless. Anytime. I can. Yeah. Are you asleep? Come on, I was just just about. <laughs> Who asks a question and then goes to sleep? Well, I didn't expect such a long drawn out answer. Well, now, well we ever, got a couple more. Did you ever answer my? Hey, I got something for you, real quick. Oh, how about God. you know you always ask me trivia questions. So how about if I ask you a couple of trivia questions for a change? Do we have time? Yeah, go ahead. Shoot, boy, that's inter- That sounds interesting. I'll. Hey, fan. Hey, fans out there, do we have time? Do y'all fans that are listening? Do y'all want me to ask Joe Allen a trivia question? You're going to have to speak louder. I can't hear you. (laughs) Well, I guess they do. All right. Here we go. And I'm going to do you a favor because these questions are based on WrestleMania. Okay? Okay. All right. You ready? All right. Okay, here we go. All right. How long do I have to answer? How long do I have to answer? Um, Because, you know, I I time you because I can't trust you to stay off the Internet while you're giving the answer. So I... Well, we don't have much time left, so let's get it going. All right. All right. True roll. true or false? True or false? Well, you don't want me to roll or else I'll roll out of the building. The only WrestleMania, the only WrestleMania casket match The Undertaker ever competed in was against Mark Henry at WrestleMania 22. True or false? The answer is true. All right, next question. Which superstar you said the following? 
I did not. Which superstar said the following? Woodstock was to rock and roll what WrestleMania is to wrestling. Was it A, Bobby the Brain Heenan, B, Jesse the Body Ventura, C, Gorilla Monsoon, or D, Mr. McMahon? Jesse Ventura. What was your answer? Your your answer was Jesse Ventura. B. Final answer? Final answer. Well, um, considering that the answer is not loading, I'll give that one to you. All right. Um, <laughs> we won't do that one. Uh, can't do that one either. All right. Which man is the only superstar? Oh, turn the theme off. Which man is the only superstar to cash in his Money in the Bank contract at WrestleMania? Was it A, The Miz, B, Dolph Ziggler, C, Edge, or D, Seth Rollins? Seth Rollins. I started to say, you better not miss that one. Yes, D, Seth Rollins. All right. I'll ask you some more next week. Well, that was fun. Well, that one Thanks for being on the 102nd episode of the Joe Allen Show. I hope you feel better. I know you're a little bit under the weather, but... Thanks for joining me this week. Fans, we'll see you. Well, we'll talk to you next Thursday night. You be safe as Hurricane Irma approaches Miami, Florida. For Barry Bull, I'm Joe Allen. We'll talk to you next week on the Joe Allen Show. So long, everybody. Hey, Joe. <laughs> I was waiting on it. <laughs> hey, Joe. One Boy. last one. True or false? Ozzy Osbourne acted as a manager for the Headbangers at WrestleMania 13. True or false? False. False. WrestleMania 2, the British Bulldogs. Headbangers. You're right. It's like from the Attitude Era. Well, I mean, Ozzy was a headbanger in theory. You know, Bull, you're pretty good at the trivia questions. Those are fun. Why don't you have some ready for me next week? I think I will. Good. Good answer. All right. Okay. So long, everyone.